Hello everybody, I'm Connor Shepard, you're listening to The Shepard Show. Today on a very special Thanksgiving special episode of The Shepard Show, I will not be talking about politics today, and you're like, whoa there, motherfucker, I'm not listening to it if it ain't politics, calm down, it's the story of Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. So, yeah, here's the story after the intro. Alright, you're probably wondering, like, Connor, why are you telling a story of Thanksgiving? We're adults and you are a 13-year-old child. Not a lot of adults know about this. So, here we go. Thanksgiving Day is a national holiday in the United States. And Thanksgiving 2020 occurs on Thursday, November 26th, today. In 1621, the Plymouth colonists and the Wampanoag, yeah, Wampanoag, I'm stupid. The Wampanoag Native Americans shared an autumn, an autumn feast, which is now acknowledged today as the first Thanksgiving celebration in the colonies. For most of, for more than two centuries, days of Thanksgiving were celebrated by individual colonies in the states. It wasn't until 1863, in the middle of the Civil War, that President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national Thanksgiving Day to be held each November. In September 1620, a small ship called the Mayflower left Plymouth, England, carrying 102 passengers, an assortment of religious separatists, seeking a new home where they could freely practice their faith and other individual lured by the promise of prosperity and land ownership of the new world. After a treacherous crossing that lasted 66 days, they dropped an anchor near the tip of Cape Cod, far north of the intended destination at the month of the Hudson River. One month later, the Mayflower crossed Massachusetts Bay, where the pilgrims, as they now commonly known, began the work establishing a village at Plymouth. Throughout the first brutal winters, most of the colonists remained on board the ship. They suffered a, they suffered exposure of scurvy and outbreaks of contagious diseases like smallpox. Only half the pa- Mayflower's original passengers and crew lived to see their first New England spring in the March. The settlers, the remaining settlers, I should say, moved to moved ashore where they received an astonishing visit from a Native American greeting to them. And they were all like, whoa, who are these people? I thought we discovered it. No, no, no. Several days later, he returned with another Native American, Squanto, a member of the tribe who has been kidnapped by the English sea captain, sold into slavery before escaping to London and returning to his homeland. An exploratory expedition, Squanto taught the pilgrims, weakened by illness and malnourishment, how to how to get corn, sap from maple trees, and catch fish in the rivers, avoiding poisonous plants. And he also helped the other settlers. They forged an alliance with the Wampanoag, remember that name, a local tribe which would endure 50 more years of tragic, tragically remains one of the sole examples of the harmony between European colonists and Native Americans. In November 1621, after the Pilgrims, First corn harvest provoked a successful governor, William Branford, organized a celebratory feast and invited a group of 
a colony of Native Americans, allies, including the Wampanoag chef. Yeah, he was a chef. I'm not pronouncing that name. You can go search up if you want. Now remembering as America's first Thanksgiving, though the p- pilgrims themselves may have not used the term at the time, the festival lasted for three days while no record exists of the first Thanksgiving exact menu. Much as we know about happened at the first Thanksgiving comes from a pilgrim, El- El- Edward Winslow, who wrote, quote, our, hover- our harvest has gotten in. Our governor sent four men following. So that means we might have to, so that we might, after a special manner, rejoice together. After we gathered fruits of our labors, they, f- they four in one day killed as much fowl as with the help beside served a company among, um, almost a week. At which the time among, among, uh, amongst other recreations, yeah, that is, ooh, that's like three pages of dialogue. Whoever's writing my transcripts, I know it's you, Jerry. You know that's long, and you know I only have 15 minutes to inform everybody. They're in Thanksgiving, enjoying their feast with their family. They don't want to listen to the Shepherd Show. God damn you, Jerry. So anyway, they just thought they had fruit, venison, a lot of vegetables, wine, bread. Some stuff we saw today, not much of the wine and the venison. Historians have suggested that many of the dishes were likely prepared using national or national and traditional Native American spices and cooking methods because the pilgrims had no oven and the Mayflower's sugar supply dwindled by the fall of 1621. The meal did not feature pies, cakes, or other desserts, which have become a hallmark of complimentary celebrations. Pilgrims have the second Thanksgiving celebration in 1623 to mark the end of the long drought that's been threatening the year's harvest and promoted Governor Bradford to call religious fast for a, for a religious fast. Days of fasting and Thanksgiving was an annual, annual or occasional basic have come in common with other New England settlements as well. During the American Revolution, the Continental Congress, which is Congress as now as we know it today, designated one or more days of Thanksgiving a year. In 1789, George Washington issued the first Thanksgiving proclamation by the national government of the United States. And then he said, he called upon Americans, expressed their gratitude for, for their happy conclusion to the country of war independence and the successful ratification of the, con- of the U.S. Constitution. His succeeders, John Adams and James Madison, were also designated days of thanks during the their residencies and the presidencies during the presidencies and the residencies pretty much they were there too in 1817 new york became the first several first of several states to honorably officially adopt an annual thanksgiving holiday each celebrated on a different day however and the american south remained largely unfamiliar with the transit tradition in 1827 the noted magazine editor of the prolific writer sarah Hell, nurse author, among countless other things, of Nursery Rhyme Mary Had a Little Lamb, launched a campaign to establish Thanksgiving for the first as a national holiday. For thirty six years she published or she published, I should say, numerous books and sent their scores 
of letters to governors, senators, presidents, and other politicians like state senators and state congressmen, earning their name, nickname Mother of Thanksgiving. Abraham Lincoln finally needed her request in 1863. At the height of the Civil War in the proclamation writing, All Americans to ask God, command his tender care, all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the civil strife, and to heal the wounds of the nation, he scheduled Thanksgiving for the final Thursday in November, and it was celebrated on that day every year until 1939, when Franklin D. Roosevelt moved the holiday up a week as an attempt to spurl retail during retail sales during the Great Depression. Roosevelt's plan, no, known diversely as Franksgiving, was met with a passionate, passionate opposition. And in 1941, the president reluctantly signing a bill making Thanksgiving the fourth Thursday in November or today. In many households, the Thanksgiving celebration has lost much of its original religious significance. Instead, it's now centered on cooking and sharing bountiful meal with family and friends. Turkey, a Thanksgiving staple, it has become but all synonyms with a holiday may or may not have been offered been on offer when the pilgrims hosted the feast in 1621. Today, however, nearly 90% of Americans eat the bird, whether roasted, baked, or deep-fried on Thanksgiving. Ugh. According to the National Turkey Foundation, other traditional foods include stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, pumpkin pie, and, of course, dressing, which is just stuffing. I don't know why they marked it twice. Volunteering a coming Thanksgiving Day, day activity. And commutes often hold food drives and hosting free dinners for the less fortunate. Parades has has also become a part of the holiday in cities and towns across the United States. Presented by the Macy's Department Store in 1921, New York City's Thanksgiving Parade has the largest and most famous, attracting two to three million spectators along its 2.5-mile route, drawing an enormous television audience. I love it, by the way, but it typically features the marching bands, performers, floats, conveying various celebrities and giant balloons shipped like cartoon characters like Spongebob and all the other famous characters. In the beginning of the mid-20th century, and perhaps even earlier, the President of the United States has pardoned one or two Thanksgiving turkeys each year, sparing the bird from slaughter and sending them to a farm for retirement. A number of U.S. governors also performed the annual turkey pardon ritual. For some scholars, the jury is still out on whether the Feast of Plymouth really constituted the first Thanksgiving in the United States. Indeed, historians recorded other ceremonies thanks among European settlers in Northern America that predate the Pilgrims' celebration. In 1565, for instance, the Spanish explorer Pedro Mendrez de Elve invited members to the local uh, Native American tribe to a dinner at St. Augustine, Florida. After holding a mass to thank God for his crew safe arrival on December 4th, 1619, when 38 British settlers reached a site known as Berkeley Hundred on the banks of Virginia's James River, they read a proclamation designating that a date as a, a date as a day of thanksgiving to the Almighty God. Some Native Americans and 
many other take issue of how the Thanksgiving story is presented to the American public, especially to the school children like me, and especially to other, even younger kids and school children. In their view, the traditional narrative desperately sunny portrays a relationship between the pilgrims and the Wampanoag people, masking a long, bloody history of conflict between Native Americans and European settlers that resulted in the deaths in tens of thousands. Since 1970, protesters have gathered on the day designated as Thanksgiving at the top of Coles Hill, which overlooks Plymouth Rock, as a commission to ceremony, a national day of mourning. Similar events are held in other parts of the country. That's pretty much it. Thanks, Jerry, for the long-ass fu- fucking uh, transcript. Holy shit, that's the longest one yet. So anyway... If you listen to The Shepherd Show and you like it, listen again. Um, tell your friends and family to listen to The Shepherd Show. I'm really tired of this, be re- this being recorded Wednesday instead of Thursday, so I have to get it out because I have stuff to do for, uh, Thursday. Make sure to buy my book. It's releasing after Christmas. Masks don't work. Take off your mask. So, yes, tell your friends and family Read my book when it's available. And yes, I'm Connor Shepard, your host, signing out. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 